we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here, once again with my co-host and roommate, Kelsey Corley. Kelsey, how you doing? Bapadu. And I'm Bapadu sad. Yeah, it's like a bapadu doo. Because this is our final Southern Charm podcast recap on the most recent season. We just had part two of the reunion. If you guys have not watched, it's all over on demand. Um, I think overall this season was like not the best. It was very um, bland, but we can thank T-Rav for that. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, T-Rav. Um, question. Before we um, get in, I just want to pose this. We'll ask this at the end. It's going to be a fun little game, Kels. I want you to think about where the season lands in like ranking all the seasons as we go through this reunion, like in your head. Or do you have an idea right now? Would you say it's like... It's probably the worst season. It's worst season? Yeah. I have to agree. I feel like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. I feel like every season when we watch Southern Charm, we're like, oh my gosh, it was so good. Or like this crazy moment happened. Like, I think the last season was... Um, well, no, Ashley was Ashley crazy. was great. Yeah. But other than Ashley, it was like not much else. No, Craig and Naomi were going out. Yeah. Okay, last season was great. This <laughs> season was horrible. You're like, yeah, maybe last season was a little dull. And then you look at last season, you're like, wow, no. So much was happening with all the characters last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you had the Austin and Chelsea drama. You had, um, like you said, um, Ashley just in general being on the show like so much craziness so much good and this season just kind of felt like eh. I feel like they found their villain at the end of the season Mm -hmm. um, which also started to cause a divide in the group I hope I mean if Southern I'm sure Southern Charm will get another season Um, but if when they do and if they do I want to see them kind of build that out more that world with Madison because I feel like she yeah. has a she has a good role even though I don't want to like she's a villain but even though we do think she's also white trash yeah. we also think that she should come back <laughs> yeah even though she is trash we need some white trash on the show we need her to give um, her a full Catherine all. has elevated herself so we need Madison we need someone else to bring up the crazy if Madison actually was too trashy like way too trashy yeah Ashley's just too much in general and I think even the show figured that out this season. I think Ashley's other problem was she alienated everyone. Catherine just alienated most people at the beginning. Not (laughs) Not everyone. everyone. I mean, she was sleeping with the people she wasn't alienating. Yeah, so So that's right. She's doing some work behind the scenes. Yeah, I mean, that's how she kept Shep, Craig, Whitney, T-Rav, all the little men in her basket. And I'm sure the other little, what was that little guy that kind of looked like a pig? Um, that was JD? On, yeah. Ew. Yeah. Him. Didn't she also, she probably did something with him too. I don't think so. He was, he I, was messing around think, with the whole town though. I don't think Catherine is someone who would hook up with a married man. You oh, never know. Eddie. He could, I mean, Eddie, uh, don't put it past these Southern charm people. They got, they got the Southern, uh, they got the Bapadoos. That's Southern hospitality. If you know what I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but we also just want to say really quickly before we start this podcast, right now, Charleston is about to be hit 
um, by Hurricane Dorian. Uh, we saw on Instagram Patricia Ochel boarding up her windows and doors as she does because she lives in a historic home in Charleston. Uh, and the other place that's been affected by this also has been the Bahamas, which, as we know, has been Craig's getaway. Bahamas has been hit very, very bad by this hurricane. And so he's actually, in case you didn't know, if you guys want to pop on over to his um, pillow website, if you want to Google um, Craig's little you know, company, all of the blue lobster or blue crab um, pillows, that design, which is like the Bahaman blue lobster, all of those proceeds will go to... Bahamas Relief. So check that out if you want to do something, if you want to bop do your way to philanthropy like these Southern Charming charity workers do. Check that yeah, out. Yeah, if you have a marine-themed room in your house. You know, maybe for like the pool, like an outdoor, like just a throw pillow. If you want a piece of Southern Charm history. You know how I feel about Craig's pillows. I know. You you don't like them, and I will be decorating the house in pillows. When you go to Hawaii next week, surprise! Oh the my pillows God, are coming. No. The pillows are coming. The male Martha Stewart, I'm ready to deck my house out and all of his <laughs> stuff. I'm waiting for kitchenware next. Not like we don't have enough already. Craig's going to come out with his toaster oven before Sonia. I know, right? Maybe they can collab on one. I'd love that. I would love a Craig and Sonia collab. I feel like they'd be fantastic together. Maybe some towels for um. I feel for like drapes. a show where like they... <coughs> I'm sorry. <coughs> oh my God, I got a tickle in my throat. I feel like a show where they both have to try to keep the other one on task because I think they both need someone else to do that, but they would both actually be really unable to do it for each other because they can't keep themselves on task, so it would be super entertaining. Oh, no. It would be hilarious because they would both be kind of like running around like manic freaks that they are, both trying to like do things and get things completed. And then being like, oh, and before they finish it, going to do something else. I'm ready for that show. We need to pitch, pitch it. We need to think of it as a clever name. We, we got to figure it out. Um, but enough about the world outside of Southern Charm. Let's, let's dive into this reunion because while it wasn't the most exciting, a lot of big things kind of did happen. I mean, it's set, basically setting up the stage, I think, for a good next season. We kind of saw this with Vanderpump Rules this year where it wasn't like super heavy with the drama, but a lot of the things that happened this season have set up all the drama that's gone down currently during taping. And I feel like we're in a kind of similar boat with Southern Charm, even though people did kind of make up, there's some bad blood. Uh, the first important thing we got to talk about is that Danny has joined the group. So Danny is not like a full-time cast member, but she basically is. She gets paid as much as the rest of everyone else, but she doesn't. I don't know if she gets paid she the doesn't. same as everyone else, but she has the same amount of control as a full-time cast member. Okay. As far as her story. So she's able to kind of control and do what she wants to do in regards to, you know, just the show in general. Um, but I feel for Danny because I do, it makes me upset that since she's not like a full-time cast member and she's choosing not to be in it, she doesn't always have the chance to defend herself. And I feel like she got thrown under the bus this season kind of hard. Yeah. And it's it kind of reminds me of one of those things where it was like, where Saucy was like, oh, Lala, you don't show your whole life. You need to show your whole mm-hmm. life. And they were kind of threatening to, like, out stuff about her. I feel like Madison didn't even threaten. Madison just did. And Madison was like, well, if my life is looking like shit because of this, you don't get to skate away as well. Which is why I think she went hard after Danny. That's kind of my theory. But I could be completely wrong. I think she just had some misinformation from Austin. You don't think it's real? I think... I don't think it's real. I think... 
A, that was so long ago. Why would Austin know that? Like, Danny and Shep dated for a few months before the show even aired. Like, or was filmed, like, way before, when they were in college. So... See, that makes me feel like it would be more real. And it was just, like, a story that Shep told his boys. Let me tell you about the time I got chlamydia. Hey, I mean... I don't know. You never know. I mean, Andy was like, it's no big deal. Yeah, but... You know, I guess different strokes for different folks. He's also trying to make Danny feel better. No, I think Andy Cohen's just a gay man who's like, (laughs) chlamydia, chlamydia. (laughs) Yeah, give me just the pill. We're good. Um, But let's talk about uh, Danny's relationship with Catherine because that kind of takes center stage at the beginning of this reunion. Uh, We go deeper into how everyone thought that Catherine was sober from alcohol and that was kind of the consensus. And so everyone was trying to protect her all season and all year. Um, They all said that they protected her more than she knows and they weren't 100% sure what the details of her sobriety were so they didn't want to mm-hmm. make it seem like her drinking was okay and make her feel comfortable doing that if that wasn't allowed and have it come back to bite her um, and even Danny said that she gave Catherine a lot of passes because of what she had been through and what she's been going through including going in my own phone which Catherine says oh that's because t Rob and the lawyers are always calling and I don't want to mm-hmm. have to deal with that cop out you don't, I mean, I get that because like, I know when I get like high anxiety and stress, my phone just makes me more stressed. Mm-hmm. So I like to kind of just like put it away and like not worry not about it. you're not putting it away for days at a time. I mean, I have in the past. When I lost the election, I wasn't on my phone for like at least like two and a half days, like at least 60 hours. But she's also a mother and you know what I mean? Like has to communicate. Yeah, but I feel like there's a difference between, like, ignoring, like, your friends and, like, being there for your family. So, I don't know. I personally don't think it's a cop-out. I understand where she comes from. It's a very... It's also what happened with Stassi in Vanderpump Rules Season 2 when, after the whole thing went down with Jax and Kristen, uh, she alienated herself from the group. She didn't talk to Lisa. She got all of her shifts covered. She wasn't talking to anyone because she was so That was because of the sex tape. Well... We didn't know that at the time, but, but yeah, mm-hmm. but, um, I mean, I, I mean, I understand, I understand this way of mind. I mean, it, I, Catherine does need to be an adult and she does need to not do these things, but Hey, I'm the same age as Catherine. I understand this anxiety. I understand this fear. I couldn't imagine it with two kids and a lawsuit happening. So I would give her the passes as well. She doesn't have a lawsuit. She just has well, a, a custody child suit. custody yeah. battle. I guess just a custody battle. Just, it's not a lawsuit. It's a lawsuit for your children. Um, yeah, he's trying to sue Catherine for the kids. Uh, let's talk about the kids though for a second, because we kind of got some information about why Madison and Catherine hang out. Um, Catherine's oldest daughter and one of Madison's sons are the same age. Is that what Madison she, just has a son, one, just son. one son. So they're the same age ish. Mm-hmm. And, Catherine needs supervised visitation when she's with the children, which I didn't even know, which is why her mother's always there, which also makes it even harder to think that that's why her mother just passed, like her mother just Mm -hmm. passed and she doesn't have that support system anymore. But T-Rev actually approved Madison as a supervised like person to like able to watch the kids with Catherine. So when Catherine can't be with her mom, Madison's there, which I think is actually kind of fantastic. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know that. Mm Mm-mm. I didn't either. Thought that was interesting. 
Um, I think it's nice of Madison to do that. I understand that's, you know, not an easy thing to be in the well, middle of. Well, she wants to be on the show, so True. she's going to do what she can. Maybe she's a T-Rav pawn and we don't even know it. Oh, God, that would be horrible. <sighs> she's just secretly that she's I really landed hope the not. seed. Well, I mean, Austin is definitely weirded out by this. He thinks Catherine's playing both sides, but being friends with Madison and also, you know, being like all with you know, the breakup, like thing she, he, like the group she's with currently and the hangouts with Madison seem two faced to Austin, mm-hmm. which I kind of understand because you have her on team Danny and, you know, like with, with those girls and figure, like, you know, screw this, this is bad. And at the same time she's hanging out with Madison. She's like, Oh, well you're a visitation kid, like visitation supervisor. We're friends. I can see how Austin is like, well, I'm I'm on both sides too, but I'm the only one getting slack for it. And Catherine's here, moving every which way, and no one's mad at her. How do you feel about how do you feel about that? Do you feel like there's like a double standard, or do you feel like he's justified, or? I don't know. I feel like <laughs> I feel like they're all justified to be upset in their own way, but they should all just hold it in and stuff it down. <laughs> <laughs> well, we wouldn't have a reality show if they did that. That that would be the most boring reality show Welcome in the world. My reality show. Yeah, Kelsey's <laughs> is like, that's my reality show. I'll just push it down. Forget about it. Uh, we have a blip in the screen, which is Eliza. Full tears <laughs> from the moment she sits down to the moment she walks away. For what reason? We still don't know. Well, we I do know now she's no longer with the boyfriend that she almost had um, Final Destination with. Yeah, who was way older than her. Yeah, they're no longer together. Um Shep's like, she's a harmless person. She's only 23, which I get. Maybe she's on the wrong show. She felt out of place. I don't think she should be on any show. She has family money. Go work in your friggin' inn, girl. Just, You're not for TV. Netflix movie Falling in Love. That just came out with Christina Milian. That's her new story. Maybe she can have like the reality version of that. She has another boyfriend She'll- already. I can't remember anything about him, but I know she already has a new boyfriend. Well... We got to look more into this. I don't care enough about Eliza to be following yeah, the news exactly. of her relationship. If you do care, you can look it up. <laughs> um, I, I thought it was interesting how Eliza was like, well, Ashley wasn't mean to me and didn't hurt me. So well, and also the producer said, if you come on this show, you also have to be the bridge to Ashley. Bridge to Terabithia kills you in the end. <laughs> the unspoken um, truth behind that. Oh, there was a lot of unspoken truths about Ashley this season. A lot of people were forced to do things they don't want. Was she signed up for two seasons? Did they bring her on? I don't know. They were. They had nothing. They had n- nothing to go on. T-Rav was gone. They couldn't talk about him. They couldn't use any footage with Catherine's kids. Like, they were... Shit out of luck? Yeah, shit out of luck. So, they had no idea Madison was going to turn villain. That was just a Hail Mary. Yeah, that was luck. That was by the grace of God. They just kept trying to make um, Ashley somehow smoothly come into the group and make us believe that, like, yeah, okay. You call me a bitch. Well, yeah, I was like, yeah, my bitch. You go, bitch. It's it's okay for someone not to hate her. Well, maybe I called you a bitch because you are a bitch. (laughs) Crazy. Oh, gosh. Gotta love Ashley for all the the craziness. Uh, Let's talk about Chelsea. Because Chelsea and Ozan have a little... Tiff Taff. A lover's quarrel. A lover. I think they really do the true, duly, truly love each other. I don't think Chelsea loves him. I think she's like kind of disgusted by him and thinks he's a wimp. But I think that Austin does really like her and she's the one who rejected him. So, so he's got that chef complex. Yeah. I think, why do you think like he was listening to her about don't drink? Like, go. 
Oh, all the rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't stay out late. Stop hanging yeah, out with he Craig. Yeah, definitely, definitely still likes her. I mean, there's there were people in my life that I would listen to like their rules because I still had like a crush on them, even though yeah, then I'll have a chance. Like, yeah, maybe if I'm good enough yeah. for them, maybe if I follow the rules. Yeah, it doesn't work. Someone's not going to change for you. If they wanted you, they would go after you. Yeah. Um. I thought it was interesting when Austin was talking to Chelsea, and he was like, "You don't need to have a job." Yeah, it just shows his motivation and how lazy he is. And that, that points back to the beer problem. Like, yeah. he's only making it for a storyline, I guess. That's what's, why it's taking so long. Just to keep it strung out, just so that he has that? I don't know. Um, but Chelsea's like, even if I won the lottery tomorrow, I'd have a job. That's something that, like, <laughs> my parents have always said. They're like, if, like, you ever win, like, a ton of money or, like, anything, like, you still have to work. And I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> if I have the money. But it's true. It's like... People who do that, like, don't work and they lose everything and then, you know, life is even yeah. worse than it was before. But what Austin's not trying to say is, oh, you won, like, a ton of money, you know, like, quit your job. What he's saying is, you make enough money from this show, we mm-hmm. all do, that you don't need to have another career. And at the end of the day, I think that's a stupid way to live because who knows how many seasons this show is going to have. Who knows if you're going to be picked up. I think Chelsea is so smart. Especially to make, make a business that she can then promote on the show. That's exactly. the smartest thing she can do. It's a salon. People would go into the salon mm-hmm. just to see Chelsea. Like people totally. go into Sir just to see the bartenders and like waiters and waitresses. Like yeah. it's insane. Once you're on a show like this and you have a place of business that people can visit it becomes a tourist attraction. Mm-hmm. It's insane. I mean, we can't even go to like, I mean, you only go for Pride, so you only really see it at Pride, but West Hollywood is literally a Bravo freaking Disneyland. Well, thanks to Lisa Vanderpump. Yeah, it's like boom, boom, boom. You make your you make your walk from Sir, you hit the pump, and then you're at Tom Tom, and you're still going strong, and now she's going to buy another one. I can't, they're expanding Tom Tom. It's just too much. And then you get in a cab and go to Vegas. Yeah, exactly. And then you're down there in Vanderpump, Vegas. What? Wait in another line. I don't even, honestly, I try not to go to those places anymore because it's just so hard. And it's all these people that are, I'm like, I'm just trying to enjoy WeHo. I'm trying to get my rocks off. <laughs> we also went to Villa Rosa. Remember? Blanca? Oh, you're right. But Jesus. We didn't go to her house. That yeah. Was... I wish we went to Villa Rosa. <laughs> we had the lobster ravioli at her house. <laughs> yeah. No, we went to Villa Blanca. I re- we had a little day in Beverly Hills. I forgot what we did that day. I think we went to go see a show or something. And we went, went to dinner to after. The ice museum of ice cream something. We went to one of those. Oh, that was when we went to um, the Vulture Fest. Oh, yeah. We went to go see Vulture Fest. That's true. Um, we actually went to go see Bitch Sesh. Bitch Sesh Live. And what was the other thing? Adam Pally and Casey oh. Rose Wilson. We just did our Casey yeah. Rose Wilson tour because Casey Rose Wilson we tour. love a fellow Bravo podcaster. And the, uh, Villa Blanca was delicious. It was delicious. It was very, it's the best restaurant I've eaten at of the Vanderpump restaurants. Mm-hmm. The food at Tom Tom, not great. The drinks are fantastic though. Pump, okay appetizers like i really like the crab mango papaya lobster salad whatever it is that's what i get every time that's what you get for a pride um i also really like all of their drinks like the drinks are incredible who would have thought black black pepper yeah what was it's like the black pepper something i have no idea but it's it's really good good. we get that every year and then um at the vanderpump vegas their appetizers are amazing they have 
um, salmon, like spicy salmon cones with caviar on top. Oh, but enough about Vanderpump and all their food because we need to go back to Southern Charm, even though we do know that the BravoCon, they're going to be doing a Southern Charm brunch, which I think is interesting. Mm. I'm sure the food there will be good. I'm sure Patricia will go all out. Oh, BravoCon, I wish I could go to all of it and everything. <laughs> Me too. So bad. So sad. Thank you, bots. Mm-mm. See you at BravoCon 2020, Andy. Uh, okay, let's just get to Madison because that's going to be the whole end of this episode. Um, the Madison bomb and Madison as the villain. So she joins the reunion and things already start coming to a head over everyone. Uh, Austin and Madison are like, we're not together. We're broken up. And Craig calls them out and is like, yo, you guys hooked up. You guys slept with each other. Who are you fooling? And Andy's like, so is it complicated? And they're like, yeah, I guess so. Even to this day, they are still... Complicated. complicated gross and she's out doing her own thing he's out doing their own thing but they keep falling back to each other i, I just don't get it i don't understand it what is is her nanny golden what's the situation like why is he well, I obsessed think, like, the problem is she's way out of his league so he's super into her he's like obsessed and yeah. she's using him for the show mm-hmm. gosh i don't i don't get it that's my take on the situation it could and be I know, wrong i know there's a lot of madison fans out there but personally are? I've seen some they're like yeah girl I'm like I get it <laughs> not a fan uh we find out Austin is claiming he did not hook up with any of the girls in the video that they just slept over the girls claiming that too well, he he said he hooks up with one of them regularly well he says that he it when at first when they ask him about it he's like oh no no I don't hook up with them I don't hook up with them then it comes out that Madison approached one of the girls at the party. And then he's like, oh, yeah, well, I've hooked up with her. And then Andy's like, well, did you hook up with them that night? And he's like... You mean Austin? Sorry, was I saying Craig? You said Shep. I, you know I mix these boys up all the time. <laughs> I'm talking about Austin. If I change the name, I'm talking about Austin. But Austin... Yeah, so Madison confronted this girl. And she's like, oh, yeah, me and Austin hooked up. So then Austin's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we've hooked up. And then Andy's like, well, did you hook up that night? And Austin's like, well, well Andy, I, I don't remember. Probably. So I think he did. And well, I always thought he did. I don't care what he says. And Madison's like, I've slept with him blackout drunk before. So he, he's done it before. He could do it again. <laughs> uh, I, I think he knows he did. And he was just trying to skeet, skeet, skeet on by. I think so, too. I mean, Craig even calls him out for bringing the girl to SeaWorld. They went to SeaWorld together. Yeah. If you take a girl to SeaWorld, that's love. Yeah. I mean, I would never step foot in SeaWorld just because I've seen Blackfish. <laughs> um, but, you know, whatever floats your boat. Yeah, whatever you, whatever is your ideal date. I also kind of loved them talking about Madison and her photos with all those guys on the boat. On the have you Did you see those yeah. Instagram photos? And I remember when those came out, and that was the time I was interviewing... Um, Carl Radke from Summer House mm-hmm. for our show. If you guys want to check out that interview, it's out. Uh, and we were talking about who he was friends with, and he was talking about the Southern Charm guys, and he said, like, oh, yeah, I would hang out with them the most. That's the show I'd want to be on if I wasn't on Summer House. And I was like, well, what's the deal with the Madison and Austin? And it was right when those photos came out, and we talked about those photos, and he basically called Madison a social climber, which I think is to a T. It's what... It's what Shep was trying to say, but he said it in less uh, kind, a less kind way, I guess mm-hmm. you would say. Eloquent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I mean, 
call a spade a spade. That's what she is. I mean, I'm sure we'll see more of her next season, but I, I hope we do. I yeah. think we need her to move along the story. We need it. We need it. And I think I think a female villain would be really good. Um, it worked really good with Ashley. I mean, Shep ended up kind of as the villain too. So oh, I do think, yeah. I think we might, and even in the reunion, he stayed the villain. So yeah, I think we'll happy. see what happens. I would love to see Shep as the villain too. I think it would be good. I don't think Shep. I think Shep's like one of those like villains who's like, like one of those like stupid villains from a cartoon. He's like doing bad, but he's like, I'm just. I don't know. I'm doing bad. I'm just the county. Like I'm just the like county. Like a bumbling rich guy. fool. Yeah. Exactly. I, I don't know if I would. Make it that in- innocent. I feel like I feel like Madison's more calculated than Shep. I would say maybe they're equally as calculated. Maybe I'm Shep just fooled just, by the bumbling. Uh, was the one of the first people to be cast on the show, so he's not thirsty. True. That is true. It's just who he is. Uh, Madison, let's talk about the DMs because uh, this is where Danny and Madison really go head to head. And this was probably the hardest part for me to watch. Cause like we talked before, I feel really bad for Danny because I feel like she was thrown under the bus by Madison. And deep down, I think Danny's the best out of this group. Totally she's got the biggest heart. She, she has everyone's back. She tries to be, she's even keel. She even in the face of T-Rav trying to kiss her. Yes. She was calm and very poised. Yeah. She's fantastic. So it really hurts me when um, Danny tries to come for Madison. And you know Danny is taking every single bravery, like, bone in her body because mm-hmm. she's shaking. She's terrified to confront Madison because I don't this think she's her. terrified as much as, she, as she's actually angry. And I think we don't actually see that from her because she's, for the most part, nothing really gets to her. But this was yeah. assassinating her character, basically. E- exactly. And so they start talking about the DMs and how, like, basically Danny... Um, was upset that Madison was like DMing and Madison's like, yo, I had a bunch of clients who knew the thing was going on with Austin and those clients were taking my phone and like messaging guys. Like, I'm sorry. And Danny's like, well, you came out here with all this chitter chatter and it starts just trying to go off on Madison because Madison keeps interrupting her and Danny's just trying to get her two cents in. Like everyone tries to do a reunion and then Madison just gets really rude and she's like, is she crazy? Is, is she crazy? Like, Danny's just starting shit. I think you mean, is she crazy? Yeah. Is she crazy? Like, outwardly open, and everyone's like, no, she's just trying to express her emotions. She's upset because you told everyone she had chlamydia, and now her exactly. Instagram bio has to be clap-free. That's what it says on there, by the way, guys. She had to say clap-free. A uh, disclaimer. If you have to have a disclaimer that you don't have chlamydia on your Instagram, someone has messed with your life. Well, I mean, I agree with... Danny when she calls Madison a bully because Madison's just laughing as Danny's crying on the other couch and I'm like mm-hmm. it's like be an adult like apologize her villain status yeah like I think if I had heard if I made a chlamydia claim about someone because God knows <laughs> chlamydia if, claim oh my if God. I'm on a reality show who knows what kind of claim I can make on camera I will own it I will do the release the rena the like you know, route and I'll say yeah I said that I apologize for hurting you in that moment in time I thought it was the best reaction I've learned that now it's not. You don't deserve that. You don't have chlamydia. Let's move forward. Yeah, like even a a Porsche moment. Who said that? Who said that? Would have been better. (laughs) Better than you laughing at someone in pain. Um, 
I mean, then it gets back into the whole thing of calling Madison white trash. And then we see the unaired footage of Shep calling Catherine white trash. And Catherine's like, there's you like calling anyone trash in general is just really bad. And it's like, I'm sorry if you're acting like white trash. I I do think Catherine was being trashy to Danny, who's been nothing but a friend for her and bent over backwards for her. And I think Shep is very protective of Danny because he sees that she is a genuinely good person. And he's been friends with her for so long. That he doesn't, when he sees someone going after her, he, it, it's wrong. And I, I, I agree. And I think that's also why he did what Andy called was pettier than the housewives mm-hmm. in the, thing, the last episode. Because I think he, Danny was so hurt by what Austin did that he knew by bringing those girls to piss off Austin and Madison, that was like the big F you to them for what they did to Danny. So, I mean... Yeah, it was petty as hell, but I do think that Shep was trying to defend Danny's yeah, honor. Yeah, I agree. Just in a, the most like... In a petty way. In the pettiest way. But I love that. I think Shep, you know, Cameron was talking about casting Real Housewives of Charleston. I think you got your first housewife right there. Oh my gosh. Shep Rose. <laughs> that's that's your Leanne Locken. Oh my God. And those girls who were his dates, one of them was pretty, but she looked like the um, hairstylist from Legally Blonde, not hairstylist, nail salon lady. Are you talking about Jennifer Coolidge? Yeah, but I'm like a way young version. You know what I mean? <laughs> like this was like her in her heyday was this girl. And then the other girl was some broke down Kristen. And Kristen herself is broke down. So it was like. Are you, you're talking about Kristen Doty? Yeah. And her personality matched. Hey. She was like, hey, hey, let me tell you. Slurring. Like, let me tell you the story. A mess. <sighs> well. You can't win them all. Shep can't have all the best dates. Uh, I mean, honestly, I think that was like, oh, the only thing that we have less to talk about on this reunion is Danny and Madison making up at the end. They go back into the trailer, like, you know, in the backstage. Mm -hmm. I've only seen this. I remember this vividly from a Shaws of Sunset reunion, too, Mm -hmm. because I watched that reunion probably 12 times when I was on vacation that summer, where it was, I think it was Reza and MJ. They yeah, have I their reconciliation so. outside. Or, or is it Gigi? I think it might have been Gigi, actually. I think it was it was it's, Reza and someone. I think it was Reza and Gigi or Reza and MJ. I think there's also been an outside resolution between Gigi and Mike on that show. Yeah, there's a I lot of know. outside resolutions. We just got to take it outside. And that's what Madison and Danny do. And it's just weird to me. I, I get Danny's always going to try to see the best in people and is going to... She says she understands the whole situation that happened with Gentry and Madison's like, you know, I'm sorry. And like she and Madison apologizes for the chlamydia stuff and and Danny accepts the apology. I don't know if this will last into next season. I hope not, because I don't think Madison is truly. No, I don't think so. I don't think it last either. In the after show, Danny was ripping her a new one. Um, Madison was blasted by the girl from the video because Madison was texting her like, you dumb bitch. Like, I'm going to get you. Like, so, God. so I can, yeah, lots to unfold next season. Yeah. Well, if you can't wait for Madison's villain season next season, we can't either. Cause I think it's going to be, I think next season of Southern Charm will be great. We always get a does. Let's always calm us before the storm. We had a dud season of Vanderpump rules. This season's supposed to be lit. We had a dud season of Southern Charm. Hopefully next season is going to be even like more great than we've seen in the past. You have non-dud shows like Dallas, New York, oh, yeah. and Potomac. We know that. Well, we hope that that's going to be good. If you love a villain, 
then Dallas is the show for you because Brandy Redman and Leon Leanne Locken are some top notch villains, and they're oh. both likable. You, I, I'm like, I don't see them as villains. Oh at my all. god, I think they're both villains. I love them for sure. And Brandy Redman is like, she revels in her own like. <laughs> evil behavior she loves it and leanne on the other hand is like can't control herself she's like i don't want to go to jail she's like it's the carny in me (laughs) yeah well if you guys don't want to miss any of our other recaps like we said we're going to be doing dallas we're finishing out potomac uh we've got some other shows on their way of season full swing make sure you guys are subscribed wherever you're listening whether that's soundcloud stitcher google play music itunes or spotify and if you guys want to follow us on social media, you guys can search Hot and Bravoed by searching at H-O-T and B-R-A-V-O-D on Instagram and Twitter. Kelsey, can people find you on social media? No, you need your hairstylist to message me through their friend. <laughs> Directly. You have to <laughs> actually go to either Chelsea or Madison Salon, give them the phone and give them the code mm. word, Bapadu, <laughs> and then they will connect you with Kelsey on socials. Um, I'm at Eddie underscore Strata on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will... See you guys next time we bop out of you. Adios. <laughs>